0: cafe is open. It's back to being me, Les G. <laughs> there are different flavors of coffee here at the cafe. And at just about any time, you can get just about any new batch of coffee of different names. But I like to change it up every now and then, just to allow my imagination to seep in along with the ambiance of this place, yeah. Today I'm having some Earl Grey tea with milk. Flashes of Star Trek's futuristic Captain Picard ordering the same from his culinary computer come to mind, but other thoughts drift to a retrospective immersion of mine, which I from time to time get into. Allow me to elaborate. There's always a romantic mystique about every café, but for me, there's a melancholic connection with a couple of my favorite philosophers of the past century. One was Jean-Paul Sartre of existential fame. He liked to have his coffee at uh, one of Paris's literary hangouts named Le Deux Magots, the two maggots. I really liked his uh, plays, especially No Exit. The other philosopher of great mystique had started to write his notes at the Café de la Paix during the latter part of his life in the mid-1920s. These notes eventually coalesced into a philosophic body of work with an allegoric aura. People would interrupt him at the cafe in order to get some clarity about his philosophy. Hmm. But the atmosphere at the cafe was always busy and loud. He used the challenging ambiance to make sure that his students really paid attention. He called the cafe his office. The philosopher's name was George Ivanovich Gurdjieff. Or, some people pronounce it, uh, Gurdjieff. And my friend from the Ukraine swears it to be read as Gurdjieff. <laughs> be that as it may, I'll stick to the former. Gurdjieff's early life is depicted in the movie Meetings with Remarkable Men, directed by Peter Brook with the help Of one of Gurdjieff's pupils, Jean de Saltzman. She was one of the originals and probably the only one alive at the time that the making of the movie took place. But I digress. This particular book is a literary compilation of his travels through Asia during the late 1800s. The remarkable men, were his influences during his adventures. Upon his return to the West, he packaged everything that he had learned into a teaching of his own design. He called this the work. But it eventually evolved into what has come to be called the fourth way. The central idea was to get us humans to reach our full potential by developing our physical, emotional, and intellectual capabilities in an even manner. Most of us are lopsided. I will leave the details of his teaching methods to the podcasters who really specialize in Gurdjieff and his followers. I've had the uh, opportunity though to visit both of these cafes during the trip that I took to France some years ago. I sat at the bistro tables, ordered a double espresso, imagined that I saw Sartre and Gurdjieff at the next table as I watched the passing parade of modern-day Parisians go by. And so, like the time-traveling character in the movie Midnight in Paris, I too long for that momentary transport and sensation of bygone days whenever I come here to my regular café on Long Island and write a few notes in my journal. can get a bit dramatic, but I'll share a draft of my planned books short chapter one with you as I put it together over the next few weeks. Teaser. A medium is involved and it's based on a true story. Hope you're curious enough to listen. Until then, stay philosophical.